the Public News Service Joe Newscast, January the 30th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. Lawmakers in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts are considering legislation to ensure that police use of facial recognition technology also protects people's privacy and civil rights. Massachusetts was one of the first states to implement restrictions on the technology as part of a sweeping police reform law in 2020. A special legislative commission, which included police and civil liberties activists, then developed even greater restrictions on use of facial recognition software. Cade Crockford of the Massachusetts Civil Liberties Union calls the latest bill a win for both police and the public. It's so important to get right so that police can use facial recognition technology to solve serious crimes, but in a way that protects people's privacy and due process and basic civil rights. The current bill would require that police obtain a warrant to perform a facial recognition search and ensure the results of that search alone cannot be used to arrest someone or obtain a search warrant. Facial recognition technology can be faulty and has resulted in the false arrests and incarceration of people across the country. I'm Catherine Carley reporting. And a bill that would expand Medicaid coverage for some 19,000 Wyoming workers who earn too much to qualify for standard Medicaid but can't afford private insurance is making its way through that state's legislature. Anna Marchese with the group Healthy Wyoming says expansion would bring millions of federal tax dollars back to the state and would largely help women working at jobs that pay low wages and offer no health benefits, including restaurant, construction, agriculture, and retail. In Wyoming, more than half of those covered by Medicaid expansion would be low-income women. Wyoming has one of the highest uninsured rates for women of childbearing age. This has big consequences for the health of mothers and infants. Wyoming is one of just 11 states that have not expanded Medicaid coverage. The most recent American Cancer Society poll found that nearly two-thirds of Wyoming voters across the political spectrum support expansion, including 66% of Republicans. Critics have long warned about the potential costs, and some lawmakers are leery of entering into a deal with the federal government. House Bill 80 cleared the Joint Revenue Interim Committee, but has not yet been scheduled for a hearing. I'm Eric Galatis. And now for political, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said Sunday he thinks that President Biden will come to an agreement with him regarding the debt ceiling, that despite the administration's previous assertions, they would not negotiate with the House Republicans on the issue. The pair are scheduled to meet on Wednesday. Political notes Biden previously confirmed that he planned to meet with the House Speaker to talk about raising the nation's borrowing limit in order to pay back money that's already been spent. This is Public News Service. A new report shows social workers are not being paid equal to similar professions. The report from the National Association of Social Workers New York chapter finds 34% of social workers surveyed are at the same salary they were when they started their job, which on average began one to five years ago. Many feel this is one piece of a larger puzzle contributing to social workers leaving the field. Report author Olivia Knox with the association's New York chapter says stagnant wages could make people leave the field for something different. Only 90 people received a merit increase. So if social workers aren't receiving salary upgrades, there's a huge potential and risk that they'll leave the profession for a more equitable field. She adds this would be alarming given the current state of mental health in the U.S., According to Mental Health America, 19.86% of adults, or 50 million Americans, are experiencing a mental illness. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. 
And a bill in the Tennessee legislature aims to reduce packaging materials that end up in landfills, that by improving recycling in the volunteer state. One recent survey ranks Tennessee 47th among states for recycling, with only 7% of common containers and packaging recycled. Senate Bill 573 would require reducing unnecessary packaging and reclaiming more valuable materials in the recycling process. It would also support and develop markets for recycled materials. Dan Firth with the Sierra Club Tennessee chapter says these improvements would result in clean air and water as well. This bill is focused on reducing the amount of packaging waste that is going into landfills being incinerated and otherwise lost and to ensure that those valuable materials that that the packaging is made of is recovered and goes back into the, the circular economy. Programs for Public News Service, I'm Danielle Smith. And finally, environmental groups are pleased with an Iowa Utilities Board ruling that requires Mid-American Energy to make planning studies public for its Iowa Wind Prime project. Attorney Lori Williams with the Sierra Club says Iowans deserve to know if the $3.9 billion facility is a reasonable alternative to other green energy solutions. I think it's a powerful statement of accountability. Mid-American is a monopoly utility that recovers rates from captive customers. And what the board is saying is the public deserves transparency into how the utility is making decisions about how it plans to meet electricity needs. I'm Mark Moran. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for starting a week with Public News Service. We are member listener supported. Here's a great radio station's your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.